Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Podcast Assemble, show where you get your regular geeky download. My name's Tommy, and I'm delighted, as always, to be joined by my friend and co-host from across the pond. It's DL. What up, TP? What up, DL? How are you, mate? <laughs> I'm good, dude. You know, I just realized what, on the I just realized like? on the walk over here that it's a nice walk. On, it is a nice walk. Yeah, it's Cooper Park. It's delightful. We're gonna we're gonna jump to the topics. We'll have time codes. We're we'll, gonna banter for a bit. Here. We'll banter for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, time codes will be available in, in the description. If you, like, um, if you want, don't listen to us chatting shit, that's absolutely fine. Yeah, um, but I realized on the way over here, right, that if you didn't listen to the bonus episodes, which were the five, which were, you know, we, we shuffled to one side at the very beginning when we started. Yeah. You just went straight into us saying welcome to another episode of podcast. There's, there's no, there's no you welcome to, do to like the retcon. We could edit, do a retcon. We could do a retcon episode. We might as well. I feel like we're almost there. We could start over. Well, we'll get to I 50 and start again. I did watch something with a Howard the Duck appearance oh, this week. Shit. Well, we'll get into that yeah, in a moment. Yeah. Uh, how are you, mate? What's been happening? Uh, I'm good, man. Life's been crazy, but I'll spare the podcast viewers that. A little bit, well, um, there's a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel now in yeah, Sydney. Yeah, sounds for like. Sure, yeah. I, I got a text today from, unfortunately, not my current bar, but my old bar have been like, <laughs> we're, we're, we're opening for people who double vax on the 18th. I was like, what? Of October? Clearly, they know something we don't. Yeah, I'll look like Jesus by then. Yeah, me too. <laughs> my hair does not stop growing. Could you imagine if I didn't shave the beard off the, the, I the way it was before? You should have kept it. Oh, man. It, gets, it's it would have been so like, because then it would have been both on par with each other. Like, it's like, this is just a wild man. I, I would have been just wild a wild man. man. There's like, if you look at the back of my head, I have to like slick it down otherwise. Yeah, I mean, it is like a mushroom. I look like Toad from <laughs> Mario Kart. Like oh, my God. You've got a mullet. Yeah. Oh, that's bad. Like little rat tail as well. That's hideous. Good hideous. on you. What have you uh, What have you been up to this week, buddy? Mate, I have been diving into Sex Education Season 3. I fucking love this show. Damn, I've never watched it. I've heard I, dude, big it things. Is to- it's a top show. I've heard big things. It's like it deals with like heavy topics in an effective manner. It's like really good for, I think, teenagers. It's like a good show for teenagers and adults. Uh-huh. But to like watch as kids, like you know, you hear like these dumb shows, like Pretty Little Liars and shitty fucking crappy shows that kids watch these days. Like this one actually has like good messages. It's, okay, I'm a big fan, and the characters is it, are good. Is it about positive sexuality? Is that the? It is. Well, it's about that, but it's also just about like high school and the shit that goes on. But like they put an extreme lens on like sex. In yeah, high school. always. It's not actually this crazy, but they're like trying to highlight shit. Well, um, I actually, I just sent you. I sent you during the week. Um, it was a message about a different podcast that I'd listened to. Yeah. And I genuinely listened to it because I scrolled through. It was a, I, I was recommending the pod by a friend mm-hmm. and I was like, Oh, by the way, recommend the pod someone. If you know anyone who might yeah, like this do. kind of nonsense. Um, and yeah, it was uh, it, it, the pod. I actually sent it to you. I think it was on American pie. The first one. And it was oh, like, yeah, I didn't listen to it though. I, I no, should, I, w- I would be down. But it reminded me, like, can you remember, like, when you're that age, when you're, like, 14, 15, 16, maybe slightly younger and slightly older, all the pressure that gets put on you about sex and stuff? Yeah. And I feel like that movie, like, put a hyper lens on it. Yeah. And you were like, and I was like, I remember, I, was, I think I saw it when I was, like, 14. Yeah. And I, it's a dumb story that I'll save for when we eventually do a pod <laughs> on it. But I, I actually went to the cinema with, the, the like, the first, like, girlfriend, girlfriend uh. I ever had in high school. And it was, like... That's the worst thing you can do in that situation. It's like our first like date or whatever. We were there oh, with like yeah. a, like a group of like, um, but then like you had all these like ten other people around us. Yeah, yeah, all yeah, this all I, was, I was like, yeah. I had no idea what I was what I was up to yeah, at that stage. Hilarious. I was like, this is so. Uh, yeah, it's like it's interesting that they're putting out positive messages. Yeah, and it's um, like it's just the characters like they 
you know how like when you're going through like a sitcom of this era or like yep. not of this era but of this kind yep where you just know kind of where the beats are going in the arcs and like like who, who you want to hook yes. up and that kind of stuff they just do a great job of subverting that like the whole time it's like the the game of thrones analogy of like oh you hate jamie lannister and then halfway through you're like what the fuck i like this i guy like again. this guy the same thing happens like oh i don't actually want them to hook up anymore like i want that um, like it's it's like they do a really good job of like getting you to like everyone that's why I, that's why script yeah. and yeah sorry that's why i really like community so yeah. the best thing about community was that you had this like dynamic of the main two characters at the at least in the first series yeah where it was like will they won't they will they won't they it might have even gone longer in the first series and then it was like, it turned out like nothing happened and you're like, oh, well, maybe they've just given up. And it turned out like four seasons down the line that they'd been hooking up all along and they just didn't tell anyone. <laughs> and it was like, <laughs> it's hilarious. Yeah, exactly. They just didn't address it and they were like, and then it was almost like one of those things where like, now everyone knows it's not secret anymore. It's not fun. And they just gave yeah. it up. I was like, oh, great. That's, yeah. that's sick. They subverted like the, the trope. Completely. And I really enjoyed that. What else have you been up to? Um, watching What If. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, you're behesting. To be fair, you're right. The first my one best. Sucked. And the rest of I've watched on my own kind of volition. You know, I was like, actually, I really want to watch this. Yeah. Um, what do you, how so, you feel? How you found it? I think if it wasn't the voices, I wouldn't be as into it. Some of them aren't though. So like the Tony Stark one isn't. Yeah, but he um, hasn't been very involved so far. Okay, I mean, he's only had a couple ones. And is that yeah. is it really Tony Stark that what? Because I was like, something seems off. It's not. It's not Downey Jr. Yeah. But it's not. It's a that good one though. Close. Yeah. I mean, that far off. Sorry. Yeah, it's, it's a good it's one. Like it was. It tweaked me, but I was like, mm, maybe it is him. Well, I think we're up to episode seven now. So when when it's finished, we'll do an ep- uh, a round of episode. Yeah, maybe. I just I just watched the uh, the Doctor Strange one. Oh, that's my that favorite was one. really good. So good. I right? almost wish they they should have like kept that for an actual. Well, that's that's Doctor an interesting Strange movie. Well, that's an interesting point because there are a like, lot of rumors that that version of Doctor Strange is going to show up in the Multiverse of Madness. Mm. But there are also rumors about there's there's going to be a season two of this. It's doing really mm. well. So there are rumors about which ones they're going to bring back further down the line. There's also chatter about those like storylines. There's also chatter about if some of these will be integrated together in like the final couple of episodes. The Watcher seems to be getting more involved. Like, is he gonna is he gonna intervene at some the point? The Watcher. I love that. The guy that is from Westworld. Westworld. <laughs> what else is he from? <laughs> He's the, in loads the of stuff. Cosmos. He's in the new Batman. The Batman. He also is Beatty in the Hunger Games. I really, I really the rate electricity. him. It's Jeffrey, Jeffrey Wright. I don't know. I do like him as an actor too. He's um, great. What else, dude? What was I going to say about Dude, you know that? what we haven't talked about what? that happened ages ago? And if you haven't seen it already, I, I, I'm going to shoot you. The f- finale of the Rick and Morty season. Did it? Ages ago. Which like three weeks ago. I thought, the, I thought they took a pause. They did for like two weeks. So I haven't seen anything of the new one since the pause. I think there was only the final two and they got released together. Okay, I haven't seen it yet, so you can't talk about it. It's good. But next week, we next week we'll talk about it. Watch um, it. It's interesting, actually. Look, I just didn't know it was out. Because like, it, it kept saying new episodes and I'd already seen them all and I'd go uh, and there was no new episodes. I was like, this is bullshit. Well, we'll talk about it. So I just stopped looking. I, I've literally had that on my list of things that I've been up to for like the last three weeks and I keep forgetting to say it. And I'm like, oh, sorry, man. Have, you, have, you, have you seen it? Have you seen it? I have not seen it. <laughs> but what I will say about the what if without going too much into it because you said you ah, actually, I'll, I'll no, say it. How good was the art in the Doctor Strange one? Did you think? When you okay. see he's like evil and the shapes are coming yeah. out. Like, oh, that's fucking phenomenal. Some of the art I really like and some of it I find a bit overly saturated. I find it quite, quite hard to explain. But when you see you see some of the character models and you're like, wow, that's really good. But then in that exact one, you see Rachel McAdams' character. And it's just a, it's just a generic... <laughs> 
female. Generic I'm like, this could literally be anyone. I, I wasn't more so like thinking about like the likeness in general. Like I don't, maybe they're too, like they all, I think they do everyone a lot of favors to be fair. Yeah, probably. <laughs> everyone looks way <laughs> they, better they, looking. They, couldn't, they took and uh, trim a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I just thought that the, the way the evil Doctor Strange like had like the shadows of the creatures. Mm-hmm. And then the end, the design of him was like just super creative it was. and creepy. I enjoyed and it. And like really tragic when he's just like, oh, that's me. It's like, no, it's not, <laughs> he's bro. He's like, what? You look like an ogre. <laughs> like, what are you doing? He's got all the little tentacles popping out it's and shit. Fucking, it was pretty gruesome. But um, well, I'm, I'm intrigued because they've used that tentacle thing in at least two, if not three already. Yeah. And it's like, I, I'm sure they're connecting them in little ways. So some of them are going to have to come together, surely. Yeah. It's pretty dark, that one. A lot not of them for are. for kids. A lot of them are. What was the other one that was dark? There was another one that was pretty uh, dark. I, I mean, like in this, it's like, in the actual films, like the baddies are like, so what? But in this, it's like, Christ, the bad guys yeah. win every single episode. Yeah. Wait oh, till, it was, wait. Uh, doc, Mr. Pym or whatever. Oh, uh, Hank Pym. Like yeah. Or whatever. Wait till you see the uh, zombies one. That's a good one. I just watched that one, actually. So good. that was the last one. It was very, very like surprising. Like, yeah. I was like, I'm surprised that they did this, but it was good. Yeah. It was very, uh, dark. Oh, right. That one ver- was also fucking dark vision. Very fucking... Dawn of the Dead. Yeah, like, doesn't get... vision like, sacrifice look people? we're talking way too much yeah, about this. Let's skip on <laughs> uh, uh we will do what we do is we'll do a roundup episode on that in a couple of weeks when they're yeah. all out but uh yeah i am very much enjoying it the end of the latest episode is quite a teaser so okay. l- i hope they come back to i hope they come back to this this that dimension at some point okay so well what have you been, I've, the last thing i'll say is i watched this is the end with gail it was my movie choice it's it's pretty good okay. for the first hour and a half you, have you seen it the what Seth is it Rogen, this, this is the, the end, end? Uh, I watched it on an airplane and I first hour's good. Never finished it. It's it slows down after that. Every Danny McBride scene, phenomenal. I've done the oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Um I saw it up to the point where Emma Watson goes crazy and then Yeah, it's like, like there's 20 about minutes twenty in. minutes more of good stuff and then it kind of peaks off. Okay. Well um, I tell you what you, we, man, what, are you, well, what are you watching? Conversely, it was my partner's uh, no veto week yeah. and we watched Cruella. I which, saw that as well. It was fine. I thought it was better than fine. Okay. For a Disney movie, I thought it was better than fine. All right. And that's like actually not... Disney's got a lot of good stuff, but I just mean for like a kid's one, you know? I was quite... I thought it was quite gruesome for a kid's movie. Yeah. I, that's kind of what I'm saying. Yeah. I was like, I liked it more. I thought she did a good job as an actress in it. I thought... I thought the child actors were very good. I thought they were, they su- were. surprisingly good. Yeah. Um, the... The guy from Game of Thrones was in it. The dude who gets his... Oh, uh, yeah. But he's such a no-name dude. Yeah, he really is. He, he's, a, he's a that guy. Yeah. Um, I thought Emma Stone was fantastic. She was really good. I didn't even recognize... Is it Meryl Streep? Uh, I don't not, think it is Meryl Emma, Streep. It's uh, someone else, though, second. that's famous. That's I, had to search that at the t- I had to search at the time because I was like, I know the bar- her. You Why mean the Baroness, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know who she, what her name is, but she is famous. Emma Thompson. It was Emma Thompson. And I was like, I didn't even recognize her, but I, I didn't rate her in that role. Mark Strong is always good. Good for yeah, it was so random. He's just everywhere. I love that guy. Um, so it was all right. It was good. Like I didn't. I mean, it's not what I would watch personally. But I was like, it. It wasn't a movie that I was like, oh, turn this off immediately. That she could have chosen. Definitely. It was. It, so I, that's the way I thought about it. I'll say that like that movie, phenomenal acting performances, really good, uh, like style. What art direction? Like very very okay. vibrant. Okay. Doesn't quite justify why the story needed to exist. No, didn't. didn't like, you know what I mean? Like, by the end of it, you're like, did she really need a backstory? No, but this must have been fun for Emma Stone. Like, that's the... She probably got a big payoff to do. Which is great. And the other thing we watched was, and I'm so excited to talk about this, was Infinity War. So we finally got that. Like, probably my... 
probably my favorite of the MCU. Yeah, uh, definitely of the Avengers movies. Like, no doubt. It's top three. Yeah. Um, she really, partner really enjoyed it, which is great. Now I have a little quiz for you before we move on. Um, so you obviously know that Infinity War, fantastic movie. It brings all of the Marvel characters together. Well, not all of them. There's a few. There's a few missing. Ant Man, for example, not upset. Um, God, you just fucking hate Hawkeye. Um, but so you know, it brings everyone together, <clears throat> obviously. Yeah. And while we were watching the movie, I was playing a little game with her, which I'll play with you now. Which was, what's that? What is that character called? And what I'm going to do for you is I'm going to supply for you the names she gave me of four characters <laughs> and you have to guess which ones they are. How does that sound? <laughs> Sounds great. Because it's, <laughs> this is a lot of fun. I'm going I'm to ease you in. The first one's, the first one's pretty easy, right? All right. So the first that. one is Purple Man. Oh, Thanos? Yes. <laughs> Too easy, right? Okay. All right. Now, the second one's actually my favorite of them all, which is uh, Wing Wing Man. Uh, um, <laughs> what is his name, actually? Now that you're saying it, Wing Wing Man, the, not Captain, but uh, his mate, well, the new Captain. Come on, America, you, you know uh, it. What is his name? Falcon. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Correct. Um, I've got two more. Uh, I'm gonna leave Wing one. Wing Man. <laughs> yes. Be- when she said it, that's great. Ah, oh, fantastic. All right. Uh, this is a tough one, but if you th- think about think about the word, the the one is Camilla. <laughs> Camilla. <laughs> You kick yourself when you find out, but it's tough to connect the two. Camilla. 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 Why? Uh, is it Scarlett it's, Johansson? It's Nebula. Camilla. So it's kind of uh, like she was, she was on the right lines. She was, was nearly like, there. Is this like a different character who's been no. in a lot of movies? Scarlett Johansson. I really enjoyed that one. Camilla. Now this is, <laughs> this is the best it's one. It's just close enough. Like, yeah, to, exactly. To like, be like, you get it, but you're like, fuck, why not really? Not I, did, I did a double yeah. take when she said yeah. it. I was like, did she Did she get it right? No, she didn't get it right. Uh, and the last one, I mean, it's just, I don't know. Who do you think I don't know is? I don't know. Yeah, who could it be? Vision? No, she knows Vision. She loved WandaVision. That was a oh, favorite. Yeah, yeah, fuck, I forgot that. I don't know. Alright, I'll give you a clue. It's not a main Marvel character. It's like a side character. And we were just talking about... Who's in Hawkeye? No, no, no. We were just talking about one of the What If episodes. And it's like the secondary character in the one from the movie. I was going to say is Coulson in it, but he's not. No. One of the What If... I don't know. It's Wong from Doctor Strange. <laughs> which is just... It's nonsense, but I love yeah. it. It's fantastic. I don't know. Yeah, and it was, just a, it was just a fun little game that we he's played. He's kind of small character. Like, he's only in that one movie and barely in the other ones. Is he not strange? He's in both Infinity War and Endgame. But like, barely. Yeah, but he really makes a, an impression. He's like a lot of people's favorite I, I, character. I quite like him. I'm just saying. Like, it, yeah. I think he's, he's hilarious. Like, I but understand why he was. I don't know. I think I'm going to replay that game with him when we get back to Endgame. And we can see uh, <laughs> what new ones come up. We can see what else comes up because yeah, yeah there is more characters now. There's more characters now. All right. Well, have you heard this week? There has been a ton of news this week because we obviously recorded a little early last week. Mm-hmm. So since then, there's been a lot. So I'm going to fire through a lot for you fairly quickly. Yeah, but, fly, fly. But there's some good ones out there. There's some really interesting nuggets within here. Um, we got release dates for a lot of the DC movies this week. So. The Batman, March 22. And they have a trailer coming out, don't they? They should have a trailer coming out at DC, whatever it's called. Yeah. Uh, July 2022 is Black Adam. November 2022 is the Flash slash Batman movie. Um, (laughs) December 22 is 
your favorite dl's favorite movie aquaman 2 um and then june 2023 is apparently the second shazam movie that'll be good i'm keen for all that like i don't think there's one of them that i'm not interested in seeing except for maybe your favorite um i like the first shazam even though the, the, the bad guys were a little bit vague um the batman sorry well, the flash they, movie they the flash movie they were a little bit generic they were like just those sort of uh smoke that's why monsters. i thought it was funny Really? It just seemed like such like a 90s tacky. Like I kind of, bit, I kind of fell for it. I was like, oh, that's funny. Yeah. I enjoyed it a lot, though. Yeah. I thought it was good. The Batman's probably my most anticipated yeah, movie uh, coming up soon. Well, that's quite fun. Hey. Well, that's great. Did you hear this week? There, there's been a bunch of news about Spider-Man stuff. Um, first and foremost, Tom Hardy wore a... Uh, an, what's, what's the new one called? No Way Home? A No Way Home hat in an interview, and everyone's freaking out that he's going to be in the movie. I mean, that's probably fair yeah well the director like, wow, where would yeah. he have gotten that venom 2 you know andy circus <laughs> like, the director of venom 2 also confirmed that you know a future crossover with them might be in the works but he also did preface it by saying if we jump to that crossover right now you'd miss out on all of the good stuff leading up to it which i think is a good way of going about it that's very diplomatic of him yeah i mean i i reckon if he's got the hat yeah he's probably well I'll, i think that's just tom hardy being a bit bit being an imp like he's just so? like, yeah, he's making fun of everyone surely i think he doesn't like care that much well we had some Maybe. real interesting news speaking of the marvel zombies yeah. that could have been my segue i don't know why i didn't use that before it would have been a great way to do it but apparently uh there is a live action marvel zombies movie in develop active development which is being touted by mark millar who's a big comic book He's a big dude in the comic book world. Is zombie thing like that big of a storyline? They're going to make two things. Well, apparently, they've, apparently it's done really well. Apparently it's like the most watched one. So, hmm. so look, what, what a lot of people zombies. wanted to watch. So would you watch that? A I live guess. action version? Imagine Tom Holland jumping around. But a little Tom Holland. But is it going to be like the same? You'd assume it'd be the main cast. Even if it's in maybe a different dimension. They've, they've opened the, the multiverse now. Yes, they have. Well, you exci- well, are you excited to hear that this week it was confirmed that the Boys season three has wrapped. I am. I oh my god! I am. Did you finish the Boys? I did. Of course, we did. Yeah, we, we did, did a bloody episode on it. We should have done two. Our episode we that was. One, but we should have done two. No, I mean like because it deserves like its own. Each season deserves its own episode. But I can't wait to watch it, man. It's a, it's a fucking great show. It's so good. Yeah. I wonder where they're gonna take it though. That's what's interesting to they're me. Just like keep doing what they do, I think. Well, they had a little bit of a sort of like definitive ending in the last one, didn't it? I feel like. I feel like if they left I think it they there, like reset the power structure. Yeah, agreed. So they can now do they, like the story is kind of can build again. The crazy Nazi chick's dead. Oh, she's not dead, is she? She's still alive, but she's, oh, she looked pretty dead when I saw her. I think she's still alive, but she's, she's very like, much was destroyed. Like fucking fry with like no legs. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, it was, it's going to be interesting to see like Homelander if he can contain himself. Yes, agreed. He now has to right like they've got something over him. Yeah, absolutely. Is. Anyway, well. Um, I'm. That's probably like wh- one of the things I'm most excited for coming up, like TV show wise. Yeah, he's but you, so good. you were talking about the Mandalorian last week. Which... Obi Wan finished filming. Is that where we're going to? Well, that that was the second piece of news. But okay. I was gonna. Yeah, you go. No, I was gonna say I saw that and I was like, oh, fuck, I can't believe. I, as I thought, hey, where's my Disney Star Wars? Fix? Where is it? And they were like, oh, it's, it's wrapped. Well, that, 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 I'm actually really excited for that. Well, the um. The anime show is out this week. I think it's the 22nd, maybe. So they've released, they're releasing nine 
completely unrelated anime creators works which are just individual star wars stories i'm so excited for that that's gonna be so much fun you know you told me like oh the clone wars is like really well reviewed and like stuff i I tried watching like one episode of it stony and it was like a bit too childish for me oh really but i think it was like the er, it was like er, the first episode okay so it was just like i think it probably gets into its groove a bit later i think it's but there was like all these droid jokes Mm. and i was like i can't handle this I find Star Wars quite impenetrable at this yeah. point. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I know a fair amount about the backstory and the histories, but everybody has a back a a, his, a backstory in this show. I'm like, I, I don't have time to find out what that Gungan thing is over there and why it's important. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Well, speaking of then, that apparently, the Book of Boba Fett director says what we saw in the Mandalorian was nothing compared to what's going to happen in the Book of Boba Fett. Hype, hype, hype. You know, yeah. bring all that hype. He reckons it's going to blow our minds. Sweet. I mean, I don't even know where the Mandalorian's going to go now. Because Grogu's gone off with Luke Skywalker. Grogu, I forgot he had a name. Yeah, Mini Mini Yoda. He went off yeah. with Luke Skywalker. He's clearly going to be trained in the Force. Which is, like, clearly retcon. I mean, maybe. No one mentioned a fucking Yoda 2. Yoda 2. Any of the new fucking... Yoda 2. <laughs> yeah, in any of the new films. Two anyway. No, um, but I mean, that's an interesting point. Like, where was he all along? I don't know. And why is it? Maybe he's going to be they the driving. They will address it. I'm sure. Maybe he's going to be the driving force of the next next trilogy. Who knows? Oh, that's a, a new trilogy? that's I your thought, answer. I thought David and Dan got fired. Oh, yeah, I didn't know they were they? doing a new trilogy. Well, anyway, yeah. couple last bits of news, and we'll we'll move move on into our our main topic. We had a couple of interesting sneak peeks at Peacemaker, the Peacemaker TV show this week, mm-hmm. via a HBO teaser thing with a bunch of all their shows on and. It was very minimal, you saw, but I, I just like seeing John Cena playing that role. I think he's <laughs> hilarious. I might even go back and rewatch the Suicide Squad because I just kind of want to yeah. get more into that show. I mean, it's gonna be funny. He was he was really good. I wish he had more like jokes, to be honest, in that show. Like he it, it needed like. I think there were certain parts that could have used his comedy, um, when it got a bit like slow. Okay. In the middle part yeah. of the movie. Yeah. So okay. I, I hope he. I hope he. They continue to use him is my point. He was well, fucking hilarious. Yeah, well, I'm intrigued to know what they're going to do because obviously he turned, like, spoilers for that movie, he was the one who turned out to be kind of the inside man, the bad the bad guy on the inside. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of intrigued to know or the good what guy. they do with or the him. bad guy. I mean, is he a good guy on the bad guy inside or is he inside on the bad guy? Well, maybe he's maybe he's now going to be the, the good guy on the inside and he's going to go around taking out <laughs> all, that, all, all of Amanda Waller's uh, dudes. It's... <clears throat> I feel like I'm. I feel like I'm really nasal over here. Like someone actually messaged during a week. I can't remember the friend of the show. Apologies, I don't have your name. But uh, they said like you sound like a bit fucked. And it's. I keep realizing it's. I can't talk when I'm, when I've been around your cat. It takes me a good half an hour to get into the podcast. Yeah, you need to. So apologies if I sound nasal, everyone. I, I, I'm sorry, guys. It's my my cat's fault. There are two bits of news that if you want, and you can you can lead the conversation on them. Okay, let's do it. First one is Woody Harrelson really wants to make a Zombieland three. He loves that franchise. Does he not? To be honest, I haven't seen number two. I saw number one. I think I watched it, but I think I was, uh, maybe I fell asleep or something. I think he, like, I just, I'm a big fan of zombie flicks, so I should actually watch it. It is a great little combo of actors. What's that? Zomcoms, all about them. Zomcoms, yeah. That is a Zomcom. He's also in. uh, With a bit of rom in there as well, Zomcom rom. Is it, he's also in this monster movie, I think, as well. Which one? I don't know. Some well, he's Venom. He's the bad guy in Venom. Uh, he's well, that too. I meant like, good old Woody. 
Anyway, I really um, like him as an actor. I think he's he's hilarious. He's the best. Did you see that the Marvel Guardians of the Galaxy had like a deep preview with like a couple of the different game? publishers? Publishers, yeah. Like really? That's out. Gameplay. That's out next week, isn't it? No, I think no it, sorry, that's it's why October. they did it. There's a bunch of gameplay that came out. What's more similar to what we already saw? But anyway, I'm gonna play it. I, I um I actually bought Ghost of Tsushima this week because my my best mate would not leave me alone about it. So I that's um, the one with the really really good graphics yes and you're like a samurai yeah that, that does look pretty cool it looks insane so i'm i've, I've got that to, to play but it depends on if uh it depends on when guardians comes out because i'm currently playing uh, uncharted 4 still i have not a lot of time to play it this week mm-hmm. so it's whether i can finish uncharted 4 if i basically if i finish uncharted 4 quickly from mm-hmm. now i'll play a bit of ghost of tsushima but i don't yeah. want i don't want to get into it and then put off playing guardians i want to get i kind of want stretch out uncharted 4 finish start guardians and play ghost of tsushima afterwards Does that makes sense yeah yeah i want my cake and i want to eat it is, is that too much to ask you, you you have your God priorities damn it. mate <laughs> um and then i was gonna say did you see that disney plus will feature several new releases um to celebrate the mcu i don't know oh, what really? that means and like have a kind of a look into the future phases oh a little documentary or something oh it's another docu is it yeah, okay there is yeah because i already saw that one about like the mcu previously right uh, but i think this one's digging into the future anyway that's all i had man how about you well before we jump into our main topic yeah. um if you guys heard anything this week we'd love to hear about it let us know hit us up on uh, podcast assemble on instagram yes please do or the podcast assemble gmail.com you can hit us up on either we'd love to hear from you we were i was talking a little bit i'm going to talk about the social media in just a second with with our social media guy lucky big up to you mate um okay. this week about potentially doing like a mini competition for our followers so Look out for that. That will probably be on the social media coming out in a couple of weeks or something. So we will holler. Um, but finally, we will. Holler. We will. Finally, uh, we put on our social media, our lucky dudes, this week that apparently Shang-Chi has been announced as coming out on Disney Plus on November 12th. Like, why wouldn't they have put it out already for us? That seems like a mis- mishap by them. They could have had money. When does... When does um? What's like it called? Pay extra for it. I would have. No, when does the Eternals come out? Is that the twentieth of November? Or so in my head, it's November fifth. Yeah. Uh, why would they put it out in a competing time with Eternals? Sure, not. unless it's unless it's November twentieth, and it's like to get people amped for that movie. They'll probably delay the release to Eternals here if, if everything's open. Well, I mean, I I would hope things will be open by then. But what I'm the way I'm looking at it is like hypothetically, things aren't open. Say things don't open they'll in November. They'll probably push it. They'll probably push Eternals. I don't think they'll push Eternals. They didn't push the last one. This has done really well in cinemas, Shang-Chi. So they're, they're clearly sticking with their release date. Then they just fucked up. They, sh- they clearly should have given this a release on Disney+. Plus. Like, that's what you think. Like, Sh- Shang-Chi should have been Disney+. Plus. warehouse to make the right decisions. Disney. Idiots. I, well, I don't I'm know. I'm a shareholder. <laughs> You're fucking up. <laughs> I, don't, right? I don't know if there's going to be a paid version coming out before then. Well, they should. But that's have, when but it's uh, a broad, a broader release. So anyway, that's an. I mean, that's interesting. Like I, I think they're missing a trick. They could have had. They could have had it out on Disney 100%. Plus. They blew like, it. But they they made like three hundred and something odd million in its opening they're week. Zero so. on it now here. So well, they are. <laughs> is Australia that big a market? I mean, I don't, it doesn't mean that you throw money away. I'm not saying anyway. they throw money away. I'm just saying. Anyway, well, anyway, anyway. how about do you want to uh, give me a main topic theme? It's your turn this yeah. week. Main topic themes. The, the fifth the element. Hell? It's like <laughs> fucking weird music and this <laughs> like, aliens that aren't quite explained. Is that Doctor Who? 
I don't know. What are you doing? <laughs> the fingers are moving as well. Yeah, what is this? I'm not sure what, what you're doing here. You're doing this odd dance. I'm pretty. I was thinking. I was thinking about our, our general main topic thing, the one we fall back on when we're the only one we have. Yeah, the the one that we pretend <laughs> pretend is a theme. And I was thinking to myself, how did that come about? I don't fucking know. How did it? Because I in my head, it's like it was aligned to one of the One Division episodes when it was like you know like the fifties and it's Maybe. like a jingle, but it must have been way I before don't that. Think so. Why does the sun rise and the moon wane, Tommy? I don't I don't know. All fantastic why, questions, why? Dre. I cannot say. But right. today... Thank you, DL. I appreciate that. Well, do you want to preface our main topic? Yeah, we're, we're talking about The Fifth Element, which, by the way, is a movie, The Fifth Element. I have heard that name before many times and never had any idea what the hell it was or who was in it. Neither. And so when you said, let's do it, I was like, I had no idea <laughs> what to expect. And... Um, <laughs> So for context, yeah. we were sat and it was like a Sunday evening or something. We were flicking, we we're doing the usual Netflix. Like, f- what are we going to watch? Like this did not going through up. everything. And I was like, why don't we try and stick to our 90s theme? Cause we've been watching 90s <laughs> movies recently. We should rebrand as a 90s podcast until we can get to the cinema again, because all we're doing is watching 90s bloody movies. What did we watch um, recently? You're right. We watched fucking, um, so heat, many, this. so many. Heat. What was the thing before? I can't even remember. Yeah. Um, but it, I found it really interesting that this was one that my partner was like, oh yeah, let's definitely watch that. And I was like, weird. really? Like a, a, a weird 90s sci-fi film? But damn, I'm down for some sci-fi. I guess like if you're a kid and you saw this and it was like the first action movie you saw with sci-fi, you might be stoked. If it was the first movie anyone ever saw, you'd be stoked. <laughs> no, <I just laughs> but like, my... that doesn't it make is, it a good movie. It is like, it's, there's a lot going on. So I mean. There is. Well, do you want to give me your stupid plot summary? So for context, we realized very early on that we're not very good at just surmising plots in it i think it's from the boys actually funnily enough as we were talking about it so what we do is we try and give you the dumbest vaguest idea of it possible before we talk shit about try and have a little fun with it as well yeah not always funny but we try (laughs) not Um, always (laughs) a ukrainian fashion model is the fifth element and bruce willis forgot this wasn't die hard 2 while chris tucker thought he was in a porno That's a That's much good. better summary. That's concise. I love it. I think I was trying to understand the movie as I wrote the plot summary. No, I don't think that's worth even yeah, trying. It wasn't, wasn't worth well, it. Well, do you want to hear mine? Yeah, right now. Let's hear right, it. there you go. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy meets, meets Die Hard in this opinion-splitting sci-fi cult sleeper hit. Take a trip to the year 2259, where everyone is seemingly living inside the Matrix timeline as, similarly... It was decided that the 90s was the peak of human civilization and all aesthetic progress was ground to a halt. Come along for this futuristic ride where we find out if in this movie, Bruce Willis actually gives a shit about the role and potentially, possibly, saves the universe. Yeah. I've actually put the universe because I'm not entirely sure what was at stake in this movie. What was the universe? Was it the universe? And the president's like candidacy. All life. Yeah. All okay, the, all life, all universe. Fog thing. So it was, I mean, like, we're talking about another 90s movie, so let's be perfectly honest, this is probably going to be a bit of nonsense again. But, like, the, the vague idea of this movie is that every 5,000 years, some weird, unstoppable evil is kind of reborn. Was, I, I missed that part, that it was an every 5,000 years thing. That was right at the very beginning. I remember that it was, like, 300 years later or something, but I don't Yeah, know. so yeah. they, yeah, I, I didn't really get that beginning yeah. part with the weird robot things. Um, who was the we, guy that was like shooting them? No idea. We're gonna talk about we're gonna talk <laughs> about costumes at some point and some of the some of the elements because I really want to. But um, essentially, right? They have hidden these four rock things, and there is a perfect human that gets born to fight 
this evil, right? That's about it. Is that what I we're talking about? I didn't even get that much, dude. I was pretty confused this whole time. It was com- well, all right, okay. So tell me then, what do you think the IMDb score for this is? Uh, seven six. Seven seven. Really? That is really ludicrously high. Yeah, I I just like honestly thought it was good because everyone told me it was good for so long but having watched it it's not good i see i went in this completely but, blind what, anyway. what what do you think rotten tomatoes is tomato that would be, tomato. Worse. That would be worse i think all right you think it is be like 50s it's actually 71 oh can you believe yeah. um th- this is throwing my mind a little bit so tell me then what you think the overall metacritic score is that would be 52 surely you'd think that'd be lower right than the others, yeah, it is. That's more. also seventy-one. No, it's not. Um, Metacritic seventy-one. I can't. Enough. I can't question this. This is just yeah. what the internet says, and know. the internet is always right, yeah. as we know. Apparently. Well, this is uh, Luc Besson, the French, the French uh, director who he's quite into his femme fatales in movies. He did a lot of like random like uh, Nikita Leon, The Messenger, which is obviously the Joan of Arc story, and Lucy. He apparently. Uh, married uh, Mila Jovovich off the back of this movie. Uh, isn't she married to someone else from other films yeah, that she's, we've She's married to the guy who does all the Resident Evil movies. That's why she's in them all. <laughs> Every single one. True. Um, she actually looks pretty good. For, yeah, this is, this is super like, young, right? Like, that's what I'm saying. Like In the Resident Evil movies, like that, those, that's like at least 10 years later. Yeah, probably. Not, it's inter- interesting. Right, interesting. Yeah career trajectory on her i'd like to look at her imdb and see where it goes it would be weird um so this has bruce willis as carbon dallas a fantastic gary oldman as zorg which i'm not gonna get into his full name there's no point uh <laughs> ian home i call it ian home who is the um he's the priest guy yeah i didn't realize he's the dude who plays bilbo at the very beginning of the lord of the rings yep. I Loved figured that. it out halfway through. Loved that. Although he was not good in this. Uh, <laughs> he wasn't like bad. It was just whatever. He's just. Yeah, he was a bit whatever, wasn't he? Yeah. Role, you know? So we've already called out Miljovic as Lilu. Uh, we got Chris Tucker as Rod. Uh, yeah, Ruby Rod. Whatever. Luke Perry as Billy. I just like that he's just a dude called Billy. And Tom Lister Jr. as President Lindbergh. Now we got to the section, my favorite section of the show. And uh, it's it's a fairly new section. We've only done it twice. And oh, I'm but I'm already in IMDb. Excited to play this. Please don't look at IMDb I'm right but I'm now. I'm already in it. I've got. We are going to play the game of goofiest IMDb picture. Now, you have got two choices. Yeah. The way we always do this. Your first choice. Your first two choices are from the movie. Yeah. And then you play that with the winner of those two against last week's winner. How does that sound? Sounds great. Perfect. So your first choice is. A man of the name of John Neville. (laughs) (laughs) Seen Hook or something. So John Neville in his picture is essentially in the pirate outfit from Hook, right? It looks like it looks like uh, Hook's outfit. And then, off the fantastic, uh, goofy design of the picture, your second choice, and I've just bloody lost his name because we were messing around with the microphones, is Kim Chan. Yep. Now. I'm going to turn this sideways. This is better. This is a better sideways image. Tell me what you oh think. Oh, my God. Can you explain that Andrew picture for me? He's got two oranges over his eyes. <laughs> for some reason, I wanted to say two boobs, but they're not <laughs> boobs. They're oranges. Well, I think that wins this 
between the captain. It's just nonsense. Yeah, it's it's. I don't get it, but I. But this is like like this is supposed to be their serious this profile is like picture. His headshot. Yeah, it's very confusing. I um, would say that wins this week, and I, I think that wins this week. I and think then, it might beat last week's. But as we talk about, we always have to go back and yeah. ask. This week, Kim Chan wins. We go against the VIP, which, as always, is Ray Book Tenica. <laughs> I already remember what he looks one, like. One more quick look. Yeah, that's the, Kim. God, I keep thinking their tits. Gotta yes. love Kim. And then you, of course, have the v, <laughs> VIP. <laughs> I don't think I'll ever let this guy lose. I don't think there's a better one. Just because it's, it's so random. He looks like the, like the bowling, like at his bowling club at the local, <laughs> you know, like he won a tourney. I don't know every week you describe it. Isn't it though? Or like it's so true. Or like here's the you know master of ceremonies for the local school fundraiser. Just something like that. So are you saying that once again Ray Ray Booktenica reigns supreme? I think he does. He's just the best. All right, we need to post him on our Instagram. He's yeah, yeah. He's the 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 show's VIP. Like, I, I feel like he's won three in a row. Maybe we should retire him at some point and give someone else a chance. Okay, okay. It was close. How the many How many close, can he win before? But the oranges, I don't even see the guy's face. So I'm yeah, like, what's true. going on here? <laughs> like, you're just you a prop comic. Yeah. That was your choice. I mean, the other guy was, I, I liked the outfit. I, well, I, I was respectable. Oh. I can't vote him for like a, like, humilitary, hum, hum, is that a word? Nope, absolutely not. <laughs> let's yeah. move on then. Degrading let's, award? No. Let's talk about the fifth element. So, yeah. What, what is the fifth element in this movie? Is it Miljovich? Is it love? Is it a perfect being? Is it a lady boner? Like, what is it? Like, it's what unclear. Is, what is... But actually, I guess, like, they imply it's love. Right. Great. With the yeah. perfect human. She could be loving him before that though. It's it's the kiss that starts it off, right? No, but the, you needed the elements for it to like her to catalyze. Uh-huh, catalyze. We're all about good words today. <laughs> Whatever the thing is. <laughs> Look, it, it's I think what's confusing about this movie is that there's Everything? a lot of talk about a fifth element and they have all of these different factors that need to go into it. And then they actually say the words, the fifth element, more than any movie says its own title I've ever seen in my entire life. Reckon. And it's, it's, I still don't know what it is at the end of it. I'm like, what's happening? Yeah. I didn't think about much about it. But yeah. You're right. I think it's, I think it's implied that it's love though. All right. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm good with that, but it's weird. That's not an but element. It's like, it shouldn't be a challenge though. Like, yeah, you shouldn't. She shouldn't have to fall in love in the two days she's on Earth to actually save the universe. I guess that is the point, though. Like, can someone make this Unlock perfect it? being love them? I don't fucking know, man. No, it's weird, isn't it? Know. Well, I'm trying to get heady, but I don't fucking know. Do you know? Do you know a lot about Bruce Willis's one million dollar a day deals? No. So there's a there's a a fairly it's it, it's still kind of a rumor, but it's fairly well known around Hollywood that Bruce Willis won't do anything. For less than one million per day that's why when you see him in movies now if he's in movies he's in very little of them they have to pay him so goddamn much to get him there why he just doesn't um, want to do it pretty much he's, he's just, not that good but, well no well there's this thing where he's like he's like it's it's a bit of a long old story but like it's almost like he's come to just hate acting over the years. Like he just doesn't care about it. Like he'll do anything. Like he's in these Russian SIM card commercials. It's really strange, but he'll only do it if you pay him a million. So apparently for the Expendables three, I think it was, 
they offered him three million to come back and do four days of work and he said no because it wasn't four million for four days of work and it's like so it's really interesting watching the progression of bruce willis and this sits somewhere in the middle whereby at the beginning he's clearly interested he enjoys his acting he's super keen like you look at him in any diehard movie like he's really hamming that shit up and then in this it's like he's kind of giving up he's not given up but you can tell he's on his way. There are times when he's just not asked. Yeah. His character is also really random. So random. Like it has not a lot of connection to anything that's going on other than the fact that he used to be in the military. I, I have, yeah, well, we'll talk about that. I have a theory about the Bruce Willis thing. I think his interest in acting is only as strong as his hairline. So <laughs> when you see him in the original Die Hards, it's a pretty strong hairline. It's a good widow's strong. peak. It's, it's doing its job. But then gradually as the years go and it gets further back. I don't know. I saw, I saw him in Motherless Brooklyn, which I think is the one movie he wouldn't have charged a million dollars for. Oh, what's that? It's this movie. It was like a passion project by uh, Edward Norton. But mm-hmm. I, think, uh, I think he's actually good in that. Oh, okay. It's like a good, but other than that, I think you're right. Your, your theory is fair. He doesn't care about movies. Yeah, because he has no hair in this, but he's he well, was yeah. quite good. Doesn't care. Yeah. Maybe if he wears a wig, some of the. Well, he was wearing a hat. Does oh, that, does that change? Maybe things? that helps. Yeah. I don't know. Um, maybe that's just his leeway. It's like a fifties movie, so he had like a little like fedora on. Oh, I love a fedora. Yeah. All right. Well, this movie kind of portrays like a world. Where I feel like technology is taking leaps and bounds forwards, right? So you've got flying cars. It's obviously very sci-fi. Yep. Like some of the stuff. But it also, in my eyes, like highlights a much bigger gap in terms of living. So the people who are the really rich are really, really rich. And the poor are the really poor. And it's like, you look at Bruce Willis's apartment. It's a box. <laughs> it's a box. Well, it's like, stuff has to he, flip out the walls. and Mate lives in Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> what does he want? A fucking... White picket fence, he's going to have a little box. I just think uh, it, it shows a disparity. Like, you see, like, the priest's apartment, and it's this huge thing. I missed that, but you're right. That is true. He had, like, a fucking mansion. Yeah, he had, like, this ginormous, this, like, yeah, living quarters. Cab job, and he's just got this, like, little cell. So I, I think that's a, a really interesting wrinkle to the movie where you see, like, I mean, like, it's not something that's really zoomed in on. Like, you don't get a big focus on it, but, like, I think that kind of sets the scene. Like, you have this sci-fi like environment going on around you but like at the same time the differences between living arrangements is just disgusting but it's quite good that they have a black president in this i like it, dude it's he ahead was of its time. so gangster ahead of its time he was a fucking homie he was a g was he in anything tom else? lister jr he actually was a good actor no i thought i don't think he was. i thought he was i thought he did great where is he? He was in that Hulk Hogan movie. I forgot what it's called. Chris Tucker's IMDb should have been on one of the fucking things. Bro. We we need to. Uh, Did you see Chris Tucker's IMDb Chris photo? Tucker. No, was it good? It's it's <laughs> go to it. It looks like it's just like a family photo. Oh great, <laughs> go to it. Oh Chris. Um, well, let's talk about Chris Tucker then. What yeah. did you think of him in this movie? <laughs> what was going on? Yeah, like Chris. I I think Chris Tucker somehow steals this film despite being completely fucking tangent to everything going on. I hate like, him yeah. in this. He has no reason. I hate him in this. You hate him. He was the most entertaining piece. No, he's the only piece of this that seems to care about the actual movie. It's really strange. Everyone else is really low key and. Well, he's not, definitely not low key. He's like. I mean, like, what is oh, going on with Chris Tucker? To be it fair, it just took me out of the movie. I was he's like, like, what like what some is this? kind of alien just performing cunnilingus on all those yeah. who stumble in his path. Like, I, I was very with, confused. With a literal dildo for hair. 
I was like, what is going on? Well, it was. I feel like he was supposed to be like a juxtaposition to the main character. You've got like this really stoic Bruce Willis who doesn't say a lot, and he's <laughs> he's very straight faced. And you've got this louder than life screaming like crazy <laughs> podcast thing. That's like, like that by the way, he invents podcasts and live streaming in this. Does he? Not a bad wrinkle. Yeah. Um, but like, it it's takes paid, me out of it so gets, much. It's paid by the word too. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, but it's it's interesting. I, I did like the little bit where th- there's all the uh, the school kids lined up for his signature and just takes a red paintbrush yeah, and just paints. <laughs> <laughs> what is that about? I just like didn't understand why he was just like suddenly like fucking fucking everyone going down on them like while the thing was taking so out. It was strange. just super random. I was like, okay, well, fair enough. Good for you, mate. I f- I feel like. I feel like what we're going to probably end up doing in this movie is just talking about random sections That's of all it. I got. Because the plot of the movie is nonsensical. Like, it doesn't make sense. Like, yeah. it's, it's Wh- complete nonsense. Why does the, the blue alien woman who's singing the opera as... She, yeah. She, like, know. reveals a big plot twist. And I was like, how did she know? Because the stones were in her all along? Yeah, but, like... How did they get in her? Oh, yeah, the stones were in her. Yeah. But, like, just because they're in her doesn't mean she would, like, know the entire backstory of the stones. No. My, my other point is as well, right? So, I- imagine that those... The stones weird... that they're trying to find to stop the evil bubble. So, the, the other four of just the five so elements you know. are some random fucking stones. Which also, they're... they would just be Earth. The, the whole plot... <laughs> yeah, the whole plot kind of revolves around because Gary Oldman's trying to find them, the priest's trying to find them, and then Miljovic's trying to find them. And then you're like, oh my God, Gary Oldman's got them, but it's a fake out. Then Gary Oldman's got them, but it's a fake out. And then, I got confused, to be honest. And then they're inside this blue lady. Who and can they're on like vacation somewhere. What? Oh yeah. yeah what? Anyway. Well, anyway, so my other question to you on that front was, if these weird aliens hadn't burst in and started like, like Lighting really very discount predator models, <laughs> if they hadn't burst they're, in. They look like the Jabba the Hutt aliens, I'm telling they're you. They're a mixed between Predator and Jabba if they had like a weird Well, kid. not Jabba the Hutt though. Jabba the Hutt's like minions in Return of the oh. Jedi. There's an alien that looks like them. Anyway, carry on. All right. So well, if, if they hadn't digress. burst in and shot shot her to death. Yes. So they could pull the stones out of yes. her. How, how was she going to get them out? I don't know if I want to answer this. Question. I don't know either. Like, was she just gonna like slit herself? Is she gonna go take take a number two? Like, what's the go on this? Enema, I don't know. Well, we talked about Gary Oldman very briefly there. Like, what did you think of his performance in this? Because this is apparently he was doing a favor to to the director, Luke Besson. Was this he? was so apparently Luke what? co co funded a movie that was Gary one of Gary Oldman's passion, passion projects, project. and then he was like he was doing him a favor basically. Well, I mean, look, I liked that he had a Texas accent for some reason. That what was the kind hell? Of fucking funny. I didn't get that. I mean, I, I don't know. He's in Brooklyn and he's got a Texas accent. And he's got this weird hairdo. Like, it was. I guess he was good. He was like the capitalism. He was of fine. The movie, well, right? for sure, he was, was like, like a representative embodied, yeah. of like a. I guess like a critique on capitalism. Like he was like Jeff Bezos. Like sure, sure, destruction and competition and yeah. chaos create, yeah. but it creates without ethical bias you know it's like it's gonna create whatever the fuck it yeah. creates and you're stuck with it whether it's good or bad it doesn't care okay that's the theme well, i got way too deep on this movie when i was doing the research and i was like don't, ask me, don't ask me why that's truly a theme though well yeah like yeah. absolutely but like the, the the interesting thing is like you have the the good side who's like the priest and miller and etc who are fighting for how life is and how life is created now against this bad side which wants to wipe out everything and start again but like destruction inevitably 
ends up in creation because things regrow from the ashes, right? Every, every time it always happens. You think about the last extinction where 90% of life got wiped out. I'm getting way too heady here. But like... Tommy's like talking about the phoenix rising from the ashes over here. But no, but not... Who's right? And also, like they, like I said, they, like, like, like I said. they fucking created... They destroyed... Or what is They created the fifth element, which is supposed to be the thing that only creates, destroys... It it's destroys kind of an oxymoron. The, it destroys the orb. Oh yeah, the orb. What is that about? I don't know. So the the bit bad creepy, the bad though. guy in this, the thing that everyone's shit scared of, is there's this sort of planet sized thing, lava ball yeah. thing that is apparently going to wipe out all of existence. Is that right? Yeah, something like that. And when it spurts a fireball out, it has a skull on the fireball. I was that was beautiful, by the way. That CGI. The, the, the CGI actually wasn't that bad though. Throughout. Let's talk about the CGI then. Yeah. What did you What did you think? I thought the CGI overall was pretty good for a '90s. Well, to be fair, I thought this movie, based off the plot, was like '92, but it's actually mm. 1998 or something. Yes. So, like, I guess that's why the CGI yeah. is a bit better. Give me five examples. <laughs> No, sorry. Give me 12 um, monkeys out of 12. The spaceships were not bad. Yeah, I sh I'll give you that. So the, the traffic. city and stuff was not so bad. Explain that a little bit more. So like the spaceships in general that are flying around that you're looking at like, looked pretty good. Well, generally, generally you have like traffic in the city. Oh, that's Instead too, of cars yeah. on the ground. Oh, I was, you mean I was talking about the spaceships. actual spaceships. But then uh, also like the city interact. Like the whole city, you're right, was much better. That than was the, the best part. They had like flying cars. Yep. They're flying from different levels like in... in memorable brooklyn buildings like flying by them did they yeah it was it the big mcdonald's good. building uh, the mcdonald's one especially yeah <laughs> no it looked good i got i can't complain i i, I agree with you that the, some of the flying car bits look good that was... prosthetics weren't terrible some Oof. of them were i wasn't sure like so like at the very beginning some when you meet the first set of aliens who are the big lumbersome you mean the big dark crystal ripoff aliens yeah, well they, they dark crystal clearly like ripped these off i think dark crystal came before i don't think so well Let's these are, these are straight out hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy that's what that's what made me say that oh. they're like but th then the guy's like run johnny you can get through the door and this thing's just like blom 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 <laughs> like what the, the bird the, robot were, were they created uh, they, they have like yeah definitely dark crystal was first um I don't know, but I do know that they really were like peripheral to the story despite supposedly being really important. Look, natural selection doesn't get you to look like that. I mean, they were like ginormous, top heavy, tiny little legs, literally couldn't move. They had to waddle. How does that happen? Like, they're clearly created by someone, well, but who's I mean, stupid with an alien go? exoskeleton or yeah. with a robot exoskeleton? Like, who creates the robot and goes, you know what's going to work, guys? You know what's going to work? <laughs> Something that if we push it and it falls over, it's not going to be able to get back up. I don't know, man. I'm just going through random notes it's now. It's like, yeah, the same. But I'm just trying to like look at things that were interesting. Did you know the fifth element? This movie inspired a fucking serial killer. Oh, really? Go on. The fucking guy. Um, have you seen Don't Fuck With Cats? Oh, yeah. 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 That guy. Like, what? At the end of like, it's known like they, they found like little things throughout the like hunt for him that he really liked the fifth element. And then there was like, Making a baffled face. As as he like so they discover that he likes us through like hints after his murders and thinks of of his online presence. Yeah. And then at, when he finally gets caught, he asks for like a cigarette and mimics the same way that what's her name uh. does like like and it was like everybody caught it on tape and mimicked the scene. It's like holy shit, this guy's like playing a movie in his mind. He doesn't have like he's that big of a psychopath that like he doesn't even realize like the things he's done are not a fucking 
Well, spe- like. well, well, well spe- speaking anyway. of, speaking of cigarettes, yeah, um, I I actually genuinely thought some of the attention to detail in this was like really spectacular. So yeah. there was a machine in Bruce Willis's apartment, and he's trying to quit cigarettes. It's it's established he's trying to quit, and the cigarettes he gets out of the machine in his apartment are like seventy percent filter and only thirty yeah. percent, and it's like that's how he's quitting. And I th- I thought it was a really like some of the little de- and then but then you see like these giant aliens who can't walk, and you're like. There's no line yeah. here. Like you got to like make the world. They're making this really believable future world that has all these wild aspects in that don't make sense. So it's like, yeah, I, I kind of like the fact that it's in a time period as well where humans and aliens kind of just coexist. Yes. Like they're already like I mean like we're that's talking expected and accepted in two two hundred years time. You think that's gonna be there yeah, in two hundred years we're time? Have just like <laughs> blue people all over the place. Oh yeah, absolutely. Inner alien sex parties with chris tucker it's gonna be wild i think that i've run out of things that i wrote down to be honest Dude. But what i will say is what did you have for themes well i've got the capitals i got a couple of bit before we get in there okay. uh let's talk a little bit about the the actual clothing in this because a lot of it was designed by a very famous designer um whose name escapes me but like i thought some of the outfits were like bad like gary oldman's was it's all like odd. Out of the eight. that was just so random so random and the fact he had half his hair covered up and there's yeah. like a flop of black hair coming yeah, down it didn't look good wasn't a good look what about I mean, the what about the, the bright orange aesthetic as well bright so. orange is all over the place like doesn't she get like created with a bright orange like thong and fucking no she's completely naked is she? Yeah. So she's completely naked when she's created, and then they put like these bands over her. That's like a little bright orange band bands, or something. Yeah. It's like, no, what are they going to warm? Like you're covering like three <laughs> bits of her. But warming I, bands. I quite like that uh, that wrinkle whereby like she was. Th- there's a bit where the guy's like, you've got to like bake, sing for your supper or whatever. Like you got to learn to communicate. Yeah. And she just smashes through the glass, grabs him. the thing, and like, wow. She didn't kill him. He's alive. Oh. He was the one who got pushed into the the. Uh, the fridge in Bruce Willis's apartment and somehow survived been frozen. Oh, was he? Which was a weird... That was odd in itself. They were like, like legit frozen. Yeah, they were. But I, I quite like some of the the character building they did with Miljovic's like the character. Like it was interesting how she started off as this. She was literally Gibberish. a baby. Yeah. yeah. And she was babbling. I mean, it was obviously, it was obviously a, apparently a language, but like she has to work out how to communicate and how yeah. to be part of that. You know what she reminded me of in the beginning? Yeah. Have you seen the wild thornberries? No. Should I? I mean, no, it's like a it's like a cartoon. Well, this is gonna be let me find the guy's name, but there's like this the wild thornberries is a cartoon about like this family that travels, I think the Amazon or something, and they find like a crazy like jungle kid and his name is like Donnie or something. Anyway, huh. it's just, it's like, you know, old nineties cartoon on Cartoon Network. And uh yeah. Yeah, she reminds me of Donnie or whatever his name is. Let me see. Wait, Wild so is Thorn she? Bears. Is she the only, origin of Donnie? Yeah, Donnie. Is she only like a few days old? Does that imply Bruce Willis's character? Don't do this. Sleeps with a few days old human. I'm sorry, that's weird. You never saw End Wild Thornberries. Look at this. It doesn't look. Familiar. Oh, you just closed it, so no, I, don't, I haven't seen it. Oh yeah, I know what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah I definitely have seen that, but I've never like got into it. Yeah, I mean, um, oh my god. Anyhow. I think in terms of like the broader movie, like there isn't a lot. I, I'm gonna be honest with you. I 
I I zoned out. I didn't Sam, dude. really enjoy it that much. Sam, it wasn't that good. I was really excited for it when like my partner was like, "Yeah, yeah, let's watch it." And then by like the halfway point, I was like, "This is meandering." I mean, like, she was she was cool as the fifth element. Like yeah. I was intrigued by like scenes she was in, and she was like usually half naked, so it doesn't hurt. But mm-hmm. um, I that was I it. I really like the bits. All right, so I really liked it when it was set in the city. It's like all the city stuff. So like when you had all the the flying cabs and the cars yeah. and stuff. That was really interesting to me. And if they could have made it, like, um, if the movie was about, like, maybe trying to catch them in the city, almost like a Predator 2. And a Predator 2 is probably the worst one. But, like, it's this chase through the city. You're, like, trying to hide and trying to escape from the bad guys. Yeah. Within that scape, maybe going down to ground level, see what ground level looked like. Because you only see up in the clouds, right? You only yeah. see what it's like uh, while people are flying and stuff. So I found, look, I found that when it went out of that setting, it lost me. I was like, well, well that's because that's when the story started to also get nonsensical. It, it just got completely weird. So yeah. he won, he wins a comp, Bruce Willis character wins a competition, right? Uh, he's it's rigged. It's like a vacation. It's rigged to win this competition for vacation where they're supposed to be finding these four stones, yeah, um, to save the universe. But how did the government know that the four stones were going to be there? Nothing is explained. None of it's really. I don't think so. None of it's maybe planned. maybe I missed it. Because I zoned out, but like I just didn't understand why they were going on this vacation. I, it just there were just massive leaps in logic for me yeah. that didn't quite make up, and I think that culminates in the ending where Bruce Willis and this perfect being end up in love after two days, and it's he like falls for her pretty quick, to be fair. And this movie has a problem with consent, right? Like he like tries to kiss her at the very beginning. It's like don't do that when you're. Uh, when I'm you're like, what is happening? One of the things about this movie that really ticks me off is how over-sexualized it is about women and how how creepy it is. It was really in the beginning that it's like, oh, we yeah. need to take pictures for... Like, yeah, for science. Like, fuck science. off. It's, it's like these dudes have never seen a female before. It's like, there's no agency. I mean, that, that nerd guy maybe hadn't. Mm, I, he was a pretty big lab dude. Like, he lived in the lab. I, I don't think that really helps the cause of the movie. So it doesn't. Of, I'm just, of I'm all just the saying, fe- of, like, of all the female characters in the movie, feel for him. You know, I, I first don't. time he saw a titty. I don't screw him. <laughs> 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 maybe someone needs to. Um, of all the female characters in the movie, I think Bruce Willis's mother, who you only hear over the phone, has the most agency of all of them. You reckon? There isn't a name another female character in this who is even <laughs> has more than like three lines don't think there is but like i just think that it's so weird that there's a teenage mom of bruce willis <laughs> she's, she sounded a lot she younger literally than bruce sounded willis. like a child i was like you're not his mom yeah i quite i quite like that little um through joke that, that yeah like, no it was a good it was a good little joke but I, she's just like a moaning yeah. sort of like hate mother who kind of hates everything yeah there's a lot of um a lot of mcdonald's in this film i think they were trying <laughs> to do something with capitalism I think they were trying to because they did that a couple times. Yeah, like the they run through thing. the truck and the McDonald's is on everyone. The Coke spills on him. Oh, yeah, the chase at the beginning. Yeah, she must be a really good shot to fall directly into his cab and survive. And survive. I mean, she's a perfect human. So. Like, but I guess my question is like, at that speed, you know, you're falling. You're a pancake. Ob- obviously, you're a pancake. <laughs> but like, you're a pizza you're breaking the through floor. the top of the car. Surely, you would keep falling through the bottom. That's a good question. I don't know. Like, if you could break through the top. Does that take enough of your speed off that you... Yeah, I don't know. Well, I mean, it's a movie, so... 
<laughs> There's not much to talk about in this movie. Do you want to go to three best, three worst? Because I don't, I don't. Uh, know well, let's talk about Tony's and things. Then we've talked about capitalism a little bit. Yeah. You got any others? Evil begets evil, and like good begets good. They literally so, say that in the movie. Like, like that is an actual line. Is that? Do they actually? Pretty much. Yeah. Which is like, I guess, like somewhat true, right? Like in a lot of ways. Like yeah. if you let evil start to dominate things, like an ecosystem of like morally. Or ethically bad, you know, practices tends to happen, right? Corruption breeds business. more corruption, right? Uh, excess breeds climate change. Like it, it's, it's kind of like I get it, but also I think that with that theme, they also interweave this like. But the reality is, you need to navigate both to be effective in the world, because huh. that's basically Bruce Willis. Like he's this character that kind of like sits between the good, good and the bad, bad, and. He's the gray area. Yeah, he's kind of like the... He's just like the street smarts. It understands like, yes, yeah. you need to be good, but you sometimes need to be bad to be good kind of thing. Huh. I don't know. That was what I took from my... Yeah, that's an interesting one. Halfway I, I didn't really, Yeah, I didn't really think about it that deeply, to be honest. Yeah. I just kind of went with uh, love conquers all. <laughs> Your love Which conquers all. Which is like... All. And it's such a fucking trope, isn't it? It's like... I, I watched this thing that was like... It was a YouTube video, and I was really struggling when I watched this. I was yeah. like, I don't even know what to make of this at points and it was like a hundred reasons to watch um 100. yeah hundred reasons to watch the fifth element and i was watching them and i was like couldn't think not, of five none of these <laughs> couldn't think of five elements well you must be able to think of three will you give me all three oh, best and three worst? um i don't even have them outlined so i'm gonna just go with it um i think just listening to chris tucker ramble will never get old Is for me best that's his best I think Chris Tucker, like, wow, I'm a fan, bro. What happened? DL. What happened to him? You Where did he go? Yeah, obviously, he's like doing a Family Man stuff, but judging by his like IMDb yeah, photo, yeah, yeah. but good, good actor, Rush Hour man. I think Rush Hour one and two are two of my favorite movies. Yeah, but he never did anything else. No, he was very quiet after that, wasn't he? What's his IMDb yeah. like? I'm, you keep talking. I'm, I'm telling you, look, look at the talking. picture. It's kind of funny. <laughs> um, so that would be like one of one of my oh, things. The, by the way, the outtakes to Rush Hour One and Two. You know they, so they do like good. They're like some of the it's I've so never seen good. better outtakes from. Yeah, a movie. it's so good. The bit where he's like, the bit where, <laughs> the bit where he's like, he, he keeps saying Jackie instead of Jackie. Lee. He's like Jackie, Jackie, kick the door. He's like Chris Tucker. It's like one of my all-time favorite. Just that <laughs> stupid bit. And then there's a bit where there's a bit in the second one where they kick the dude out the window, and it's like, damn. He ain't gonna be in Rush Hour Three. It's like, what the hell? Like, damn. Just the way he says it, like his his delivery yeah, is just phenomenal. Yeah, he's so good. Um, so he's apparently sorry, interrupting. He's yeah. apparently in Silver Linings Playbook. What? Um, yeah, uh, a lot of these things. He's not in a lot. Like, I think he's got like a small cameo. Actually, Friday, I do remember Jackie him Brown. in that. He's one of the mates that's that gets out of uh, the crazy place. He just didn't do a lot of moves after the nineties. Yeah. He clearly made his money and was like, "Yep, I'm good." Uh, my second thing I really like. Sorry, yeah, go no, on. it's okay. Getting I'm just just going off a tangent about Chris Tucker. The, this president is so fucking gangster. He's a G. Yeah, like it's coming from the whitest all ghetto the when he shoots at the orb. He's like fucking pull the trigger. Like it's just like okay, you're fucking savage. Um, very funny. One other random thing. Let's think about one. What's a fourth? Thing. I've got three fantastic ones, by the way. I think I did. I guess just like the Fifth Element in general. The what's her name, Mila Miljovic. Miljovic. You know, nothing, she's she's good in this. I genuinely really thought her. she was good. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, I haven't gone with her, unfortunately, but I do have three that I think you'll very much appreciate. Uh, my first one is there is a fantastic line in this when the police arrive at um Bruce Willis's apartment 
and they and they say they say down the, the the intercom they're like are you human and in this nonchalant way he just turns back and he's like no i'm a meat popsicle <laughs> i forgot about <laughs> just that got me at the time i forgot about yeah. that i actually recognize i remember that good as line. well yeah good line um yeah and then speaking of that and this is what i mean like the bit in the in in brooklyn was great um there was a bit when there's a knock on bruce willis's door and the the camera he has looking outside is completely empty and there's a dude who's created a hat that has a picture of the corridor behind him oh and yeah and he tries to mug him you're right the beginning actually is quite strong the beginning's strong yeah I forget. Um, and then he has the gun and he just takes his and gun then he, then he does a little dance because yeah. he's clearly like a crackhead it's yeah. hilarious it is good and um my final one is the now i've got into a lot of detail on this because i enjoyed it a lot it is the zf1 gun Gary Oldman, Gary Oldman's character is trying to sell to <laughs> again to, in the beginning to the Mangalores, yeah. right? Uh, and now this gun would have appealed to twelve-year-old me like nothing. It else. does everything. Listen to what it has. It's got a replay button, which means when you shoot one thing, all the other bullets go and hit that thing as well. You can fight them wherever you want, uh, unless someone's really close to you, in which case they're probably going to hit that person. Um, it's got a rocket launcher. <laughs> Thanks for that caveat, yeah. mate. It's got a rocket launcher. It's got an arrow launcher. It gets a little bit loose in the middle. Yeah. It's got a net launcher. I'm not sure why you need that. Catch but someone. it ends strong. It's got a flamethrower. It does. And the, the awfully named ice cube system. Yeah, where it just freezes people. Freezes the object. Ice cube <laughs> system. Yeah, well, look. There's a whole Wikipedia page drink, on this gun. Does it just make my drinks refreshed? <laughs> like the ice cubes. My Coke's a bit warm. Bling, bling, bling. And, yeah. Look, that like if you imagine right, if I was like a kid and you gave me the Nerf version of this gun, yeah, so it sucked. had like a bunch of like mini shots. It had like a rocket launcher. Yeah, I'd, I'd have been buzzing. Yeah, fair this would have been the best thing of all time. Like, would you have got? Would you have used this gun? Which looks nonsense, by the way, in the movie. I mean, it's just there's a lot going on. I, what I thought when they were doing that, I was like, who made this prop? It's very intricate. It's bad. Yeah. What do you think? No, but it would have been like hard to make though. Yeah, okay. have to do all these things like that would have actually been an impressive feat. That's true. It does, but it does not look like a weapon. Like it looks very much like a toy. Um, now, nah, dude, I I don't have any. You liked it I, so much. Yeah. There are no three worsts. Yeah, I I have three worsts. I just don't have them called. Like, let me think here. I oh, would well. say, Go on. how how nerdy is this guy? Like, and how creepy he is? Like, that was just weird. Creepy, right? like, creepy I was like, nerdy I, scientist. I like to take a few pictures. Just like creep. No, that wasn't the scientist who said that. That was the army general. Yeah, it was. It was the army general. Which is even yeah. worse. It, like, you have no business doing that. No. Um, I just thought that there was one point where there was like this weird techno and then the opera going on in the background where I was just like, what is yeah. going on here? This is a bit too much. There's some really interesting facts about that. I'm trying to remember yeah. if I've got them down. You keep going. And then like, I mean, we've already talked about it, but just like broadly, um, there was like just a lot of jumps in logic with this movie. I just didn't know why they yep. were like vacationing. I didn't know why they went there for the, like how they even knew to go there. Yeah, true. I think like somebody in the military found it for them, but and like why was Chris Tucker there and why did he carry on hanging out after? No, because well, I don't know why he carried on hanging out, but he because he because he won the competition. Chris Tucker was like clearly the dude who was like, "You won the competition, and now I'm going to show you your prize or whatever." But like it was on, they were like on his boat. I'm trying to to help. Yeah, I don't think it was the interesting fact about that song. By the way, is that that uh, that actress actor is uh, actually like actually an opera singer funnily enough it was good but opera the, the dude who gave her the the sheet and was like you need to sing this she apparently like it's 
it's physically impossible to change your voice that quickly to the highs and lows that he was asking her to do. So they had to record them all separately and put them together digitally. And the dude was like, it, her voice was super impressive, but like phys- physically, you so can't that do was it. just like, uh, that was tweaked. That was engineered. Yeah. 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 Wow. Which is real interesting. Cause I was like impressed by it and the techno. And then they were doing the, the tech- same moves. To be honest, the same I think that's actually a high of mine. I put it in the lows, but now I'm talking about, it. I was like, Oh, this is, it was noteworthy. And some of the acting was pretty good. Like, so Bruce Willis, yeah. had, J- Bruce Willis had never like heard her sing before. And that was his genuine reaction to her singing, huh. which is pretty cool. I like when they do that in movies, little wrinkles yeah. like that. You know, the original, the, the Die Hard wrinkle, don't you? From the first one where Alan Rickman's fallen. No idea. Well, the so the end of, oh, fuck, we should say this for Die Hard. Mm-hmm. The end of Die Hard, obviously, you know, the end of it where Alan Rickman falls off the building. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a classic like nonsense bit of trivia from movies, but they said to him, we'll drop you on three. So, you know, he, the, he falls from the building. So he did like a small drop. Yeah. And they, they, they count him down one, two, and then they dropped him on two. Oh, so God. Like, so the, sho- like- the shock is genuine shock in his face. And apparently he was pissed. So it's like, it's re- I, I, get over that's it. That's one of the reasons why I do this podcast with you. Because I love, love bad facts like that. Get over it. All right. Man. My worst uh, super quickly then are it's creepy, reductive views to women, unnecessary. Um, this dude, uh, Luc Besson makes movies about women who are strong and powerful and individual and this is just weird uh, i'm not sure why it needs to be there the big evil rock <laughs> doesn't make a lot of sense it's not a rock it turns but, into a rock but do you know you should notice the rock as well it can like call people on their phones and be like you, i thought that was you better get me them cool stones. and creepy if they'd like elaborated on it more and then they like would, it like, could ble- like bleed influence their heads. people that was weird didn't get it yeah that was weird what's going on and my that last one weird. was uh you can choose. It's either Chris Tucker or McDonald's. I kind of want McDonald's right now. Okay. Now that we talked about it. Chris Tucker. Yeah. Didn't like him. Took me out of the movie. Um, <laughs> so our classic rating system. Do you want to give a little overview? Of- yeah. So uh, we don't we don't give two thumbs up. We don't give no. two thumbs down. We don't give There's six no monkeys out of seven. Here. Whatever you want. It's not a hundred out of or zero to a hundred. It is better or worse than Aquaman. 2018. 2018. The most bang average movie. So are you going to be average well i guess you can't be average are you gonna be above the most average movie of all time or are you gonna be below the most average movie of all time and i put it to you tp well what DL. this what, what you wait what well dl oh i thought you said well below well, like, below. oh yeah I, below i, I thought you were gonna go above worse, today i think it's worse than aquaman 28 it is worse than aquaman significantly it is worse. significantly worse um i was bored at times i was bored as well the, you, I, you reminded me that i was intrigued I it took me three days to watch this movie, <laughs> so you reminded That's just me. you though. No, no, I swear, dude. Usually I get it done in like at least one and a half, right? Like it doesn't take me long. Um, but I started this on what day is it today? What, what are we Thursday? I started this on Monday. Oof. And like had it going and like burned through the first like thirty minutes, and I the next hour and a half took me until today, right before you got here, to finish. Well, the. Well, I mean, like the original thirty minutes. That's what of I'm it, saying. I burned good. through that, and then the rest, I was like, that reminds me about. It's why all it was stuff so bad. that I'm interested in. Like you, yeah. you know, you have that 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 character building. The very first scene in Egypt. I can't say I feel the same about. That's I very odd. about that. Yeah. Um, yeah, like it just it, it, it's boring. Like it doesn't do anything for me. Like I liked, like I say, liked some of the character building in the beginning. Uh, the sci-fi elements, some of them are pretty good. Yeah, and then. The characters don't really make sense. It's creepy. It's odd to us. Nah, not good. Not not Worse overall, Aqu- not a good movie. Worse than Aquaman, 2018. 
Yeah. We've also we've also highlighted in the show a couple of times that when we do get to the end of this show and we do wrap it up eventually, which you know we may do one day, we are our final ever episode is going to be Aquaman twenty eighteen. So okay. we'll save that for that moment. Fair um, enough. Would you like some true or false trivia? Yeah, burn through it. True or false? The three main roles were originally meant to be played by uh, Mel Gibson, Julia Roberts, and Prince. Prince would have been the Chris Tucker character. Yeah, Prince is the one I'm like, was that the case? But isn't that, I'd say that's true. It is true. Yeah. Uh, That would be true. Those were all, because they were all peaked at that time of that movie. Yeah. Yeah. 97, peak all them. Before Mel Gibson was a racist. I mean, maybe he was a racist at the time. I mean, who knows, but. Probably racist at the time. But like, he wasn't openly racist at the time. So people allowed him to get away with it. He still was allowed to be in movies. All right. Question number two then. So. Um, true or false, Luc Besson wrote the original screenplay for this when he was in high school. You know, I mean, it's not very well done. <laughs> I'm going to say true. <laughs> true? It is true. Yeah, makes sense. Let's first go. Yeah, I mean, it's an interesting one. Um, he, conceived, he conceived the story uh, of the movie and invented the world that's in the movie as a child. Uh, so he could escape his loneliness while he was growing up, which is kind of sad. Wow. Uh, thanks yeah. for that. Yeah, yeah, well, just to bring you down a little bit. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> a little bit of uh, uh How about this then? Well, when Corbin first meets Lilu, Lilu, uh, and she starts talking to him in, in a language, she is ad-hocking. Ad-lib- yeah. Ad-libbing. Yeah. You're telling me that there's no way there was written in the script Wait, wait, like the fact that she was Lilu or the the thing she said? The language she's speaking in. I mean, she was ad-libbing. Yeah, I just don't think they would have written it out. Yes, true. Apparently not. Apparently it was... They wrote out those... Apparently created the language. And uh, yeah, so uh, the the actual bit of trivia is that um, as she starts talking to him in, in the language, uh, Luke, Luke Besson, the director, didn't tell Bruce Willis what was going to happen. And his reactions are all completely <laughs> genuine to this nonsense. Bruce Willis, man. Yeah. Uh, all right. Um, two more bits of trivia. I feel like then. he plays the same character as in Die Hard. He, he this really movie. does. Yeah. Um, two final bits then. Yeah. Um, the movie was originally supposed to be two parts. Okay. And Luke Besson had written scripts for both. Okay. True or false? True. It's actually false. Is it's it? supposed to be a trilogy. I was going to say, like, had written three there's scripts. enough for more movies was why I said true, but you, you got me with a trick. I don't know if there is. F- you got enough more I mean, like there's enough lore, there's enough undeveloped lore that he could have developed more things to make well, it all. What would together. you develop lore around? Like who the bird people were. The the, he said the bird people. Do you mean those big aliens at the, the beginning? Big robot bird aliens. The big hitchhikers. aliens. Whatever they were. They yeah, looked okay. like birds. They look like a dark crystal, but with a robot around them. All right. Last one then. Anyway. At the time, true or false, this was the most expensive movie ever produced outside of Hollywood. You mean because it wasn't produced in Hollywood, it's the most expensive movie? Is that what you're saying? It was the most expensive movie ever that had been produced outside of Hollywood. True. This is true. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, had an eight, it, it was uh, 80 million USD. Uh, and the visual effects on the movie pushed up to being the highest of the time outside of wow. Hollywood, so which guess, is actually kind of interesting. That is interesting. I guess if you just guess true for every single one like I did, you're bound to get around half. 
Well, I tried to. I, tried no, to I, I, I blew it. Yeah, I just said true to everything. said true. Well, they weren't all true, so you uh, you, you did all right. You yeah. didn't do too badly. Well, thanks for sticking with it, guys. That yeah. was. I mean, f- even by our standards, that was complete nonsense. <laughs> it was funny. Like, I didn't even know how to structure that. I did, well, yeah, to how be honest, it wasn't our best this? effort, was it? I, I have some correspondence this week, if Please. you want. So, friend of the show, Kyle and Ari and Jared, they want to know what, you know, one's got to go and all of their movies has to go as well. Okay. What would the podcast assemble do? Um, and it is a picture of Seth Rogen, Adam Sandler, Jim Carrey, and Will Ferrell. You have to eliminate one of them, and then that person you eliminate, you don't get any of their movies. Easy, Adam Sandler. I said the same. Terrible. I got destroyed. What? Yeah. Yeah. Like, what's he I, got? Happy Gilmore? Great. I said, like, 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 that's a great. toughie. And so, I, what did I say? Uh, he's got... So the, the main thing that they kind of killed me on was Happy Gilmore and... Uh, yeah, but like... What's the other one? Billy Madison. When was the last... What? Yeah. Like, like what? Billy Madison. They were like all time Billy Madison. I got when ganged did, up on. When did you last watch Billy Madison? Mate, like stoned in college and I only watched the scene where they go, we are all dumber after you talked. And that was kind of funny, but that's it. I've never seen that movie and I never intend to. I just feel stupid by watching any of those movies. Like I, I would say Big Daddy is one that I would have respected. Yeah. Have you seen Big Daddy? Not good. But I wipe my own ass. I wipe my own ass. Um, That's an interesting take. And uh, I would say Happy Gilmore. Like, great. But well, The Waterboy is a very good movie. Everybody else... Waterboy? Yeah, The Waterboy is Yeah, it is a good movie. But I don't know if it's like him. It's, there's a lot of good people in that movie. He is great in that movie. Reagan? Okay. I haven't like, seen it in a while. Alligators are angry because they got all those teeth and no toothbrush. <laughs> I don't remember. It's so good. But I mean, like, to me, it's like, there's no doubt. I'm not dropping Seth Rogen even though he has had some flops lately like there's too many fire movies well, from our generation Knocked Up fantastic movie Knocked Up 40 year old virgin Super bad Super bad 40 year old virgin there's too many he's in that are great who, who are the other two Will Ferrell and Jim Carrey well, no chance Will Ferrell's going anywhere yeah. Jim Carrey is an icon so every they all said Jim Carrey and I was just like liar liar bro is better than every single Adam Sandler movie you just made what you the Truman mentioned. Show the Truman Show is great but it's not funny it doesn't have to be funny. Yeah, but my point is, I think it's like it didn't say anything about comedy. That's true, but most of these guys only do comedies, except for Jim Carrey. He's got a couple of dramas, but I, I'm just the, saying, comedy alone, Bruce Almighty, oh, phenomenally funny movie, Ace Ventura, God level film. There's a lot of good ones. God right? level film. Yeah, I, yeah, I couldn't, couldn't do it. Anchorman's one of my. This is why we do it, movies. Tommy. This is why we do it. This is it. This is why we do it. We're on the I, same page. I have a couple of bits of correspondence as well, if you wouldn't mind. So first yeah. and foremost, we talked about it last week, but friend of the show Luke asked. Thoughts on the Hawkeye trailer. He said it gave him, funnily enough, like it gave him thoughts of Die Hard. It made him feel like it was a die because it's it's set at Christmas. Yeah. Um, you've got all the, the classic bits, and he's super keen for it. He says so. That's the second person who disagrees with you. I fell asleep in it. Oh, in a three minute trailer. It's crazy. How did you do it's that? It's almost like I'm a narcoleptic if it has to do with <laughs> Hawkeye. This <laughs> like Renner. like Jeremy Renner's like like as soon as I saw like the the trailer was about him i was like oh i actually i've watched it since and i'm coming around i think it's going to be an all right okay now i have another one sent from friend of the show jacob thank you friend of the show jacob this is again another meme that they wanted us to to talk about on the show uh so the meme is you have a picture of falcon opening up you know when he gets his new armor in uh falcon the wind soldier yeah and you have a picture of bucky opening up his his box getting his new arm which at the end of i think it's the end of black panther Mm-hmm. And 
In one, you have Bud Lightyear's wings, and in the other, you have Bud Lightyear's arm. <laughs> no, but the real question is, which would you rather have? Would you rather have Bucky's metal arm or Falcon's um, Falcon's wingsuit? Well, it's an interesting one. And I, my question, I reckon, like the wingsuit would was, be way more fun. My question was, if you get the Bucky's arms, do you also get the sort of super soldierish powers as well? Yeah, I think that's like only fair. I think you'd have to. In that case, it might be Bucky. If because not, I would go Falcon. He's hard. What would you do? Uh, I like the idea of the uh, the wingsuit because it's fly. fun. But it's the whole thing. Where, like, look, look what happened to Rhodey. There's like a minor malfunction. You're down. It does That's seem it. like it's not very safe. No. But he's, he's got through enough movies, so. What's we doing all right? So yeah, now? but it's like Marvel, you know? Yeah. Like I, if well, it was me flying, I'd be dead. <laughs> well, all right, all right, how, how about I would it? not survive that fall. How about this one? The final outfits that they wear at the end of Falcon and the Winter Soldier, they both got the brand new. So Bucky's is like his leather jacket. Yes, definitely Bucky. Or the red, white, and blue of Falcon. Yeah, Bucky. Yeah. Bucky's a savage. The new Captain America. It's, they gave Bucky like great Bucky. hair in the What If as well. They did. I was the like, wow. If? In the What If version of Bucky. I can't even remember what it was. I don't know. He just, just very luscious. The zombies? Like, yeah, he was volume, volumed. Mm-hmm. He was in Zombies, and I think he was also in uh, Captain America. Yes. But he, he didn't was. look the same, obviously. Yes, he was. There were some good um, parallels between the two movies. What do you think of the Captain America? No, we'll, we'll come back to this another time. Yeah, We're going to do an episode yeah, on it later. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you all for sticking with it. We do appreciate it. If you want to get in contact, they can do it through. The uh, podcastassemble at gmail.com or on... Podcast Assemble on Instagram. Instagram it's, it's not the uh, It's just the Podcast Assemble. The <laughs> <laughs> Guys, thank you for sticking with it. Really appreciate yeah. it. Thank you, guys. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.